Do you have a um, serial killer trait? Excuse me? We were talking about serial killer traits the other day. Actually, the my friend who's turning 21 tonight asked this question frequently in large groups of people um, because the answers are interesting. Uh, someone we know sleeps face down without a pillow. That's their serial killer trait. Someone no! else brushes, brushes their teeth with hot water. Okay, that's that's a wild one too. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah, no, it's not great. Someone else eats hot Cheetos with um, a fork, which honestly I do understand. Um, but I, but it's still, I think it counts as a serial killer trait. Um, and I couldn't really think of a a better one than that my content I have a tiny tiny little bowl like a like kind of what you might put soy sauce in you know at a Japanese restaurant and I it's not that it, it's not that it's just like that is the size of it of this receptacle and it is full of used contacts um I'm sorry yeah. that is the most disgusting <laughs> thing that and this is not to shame you oh you're one of the like you're in like icky eye people See, no to that's me, I'm like Eye juice no. is like fine. No, 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 and no, no, no. Absolutely. Well, okay. Probably oh. not. It has nothing to do with how icky eyes are. It's just that that is just <laughs> so very much trash and like, oh, yeah. Like something that was Fully. in your body. And then you're like, mm. Mm, instead of finding a trash can, what if I instead mm. saved every contact that I took oh, out oh, of my no, eyes? Okay. So that makes it, I see what you're saying. That makes it sound like it's sort of like a hoarding sort of. Yes. Uh, like how I, often I, do you. They accumulate yeah, how often a lot? Do you, exactly. Like once a week. You know what I mean? How often it's do like you take out your contacts? Every day because there are dailies because my eyes are allergic to anything so else. So you have 14 um, of these lenses yeah. just chilling, like, you know getting you have all a bathroom crusty. Garbage? You know how you have a bathroom garbage and then you take that out and you put it in the bigger garbage at the end of when it gets kind of full. Mm -hmm. It's I have a contact mm -hmm. garbage yeah. and it just happens to be really beautiful mm -hmm. on the outside, which is not typical for garbage. Right. You know what I mean? But same deal. Sure. Same deal. Same deal just having your open air con crusty contact garbage can next to your bedside. Oh, there's a lid. No, there's a lid. There's a lid. That still does not make this whole scenario any better. I'm, I don't pull it yeah, out. Look at this. No, I don't want to look at it. Look how pretty it is. Ew, no, Hannah, just uh, get, put okay, a garbage can next to your bedside. You can't even. Or, oh, look, I emptied it. See, it's empty. Hooray, I'm glad I don't have to see your dry <laughs> ass contents. Oh, my God. Um, I feel like my serial killer trait is like, Oh, this is a gross, weird one. I don't uh, cut my toenails. I instead, mm -hmm. when they get long enough, they kind of just get flimsy at the ends themselves. And so I bend and them back and forth until they uh, rip off. <gasps> oh, that is such a good right? one. Isn't that crazy? That's amazing. Yeah. That is a Disgusting. really good one. Disgusting. Behavior. I know someone who bites them off. Ew, how, with how their that's, mouth. that's a lot of flexibility. A testament to flexibility, but also dancer you know. friend? Oh, I guess I could. Not nope, my whole not a, no, I couldn't see, get you to the pinky. <laughs> I want everyone to know that Jason did just test and can I, accomplish I can, okay, this. I can get the big toe, but I can't get all the way to the pinky toe. That's a feat. Great. Mm. I'm so glad we had this fun <laughs> chat. Um cool. On that note. <laughs> Thank you.
Greetings, and welcome back to Don't Drink and Dungeons and Dragons, or Don't D&D&D for short. It is I, your venerable Dungeon Master, Jason Yamoto, and joining us as always is our serial killer friend, Hannah. Hi, Hannah! Now, I wish... Yeah, um, hi. <laughs> and, uh, I don't really know how to sort of navigate away from that fair. introduction, but, um... What, uh, yeah. Nope, I got nothing. <laughs> Great. Hannah, how are you this lovely Eve? We don't really have time for how are you's, but we're going to say it no, anyway. No, we don't have, we don't do that anymore. I'm True. good. How are you? Horrible. Okay, next part of the segment is, um, <laughs> what are you taking your fun time on a tradition for? I am taking my time on our tradition for... Or do we not do this anymore? Do we just drink? Um... I think today we just drank. You know what? Executive decision by someone who is not the executive. Never. What a fun change. Okay. Three, cheers. Two. Oh, okay. One. Countdown. Cool. Okay. That one was harder than uh, normal. What? So what are you drinking, Jason? Oh, whiskey. A frisky whiskey boy. That's me tonight. A frisky whiskey boy. Feeling frisky. What can I say? We love. Do we? We We do. Um, We do. We do. And on that note. Hi, my name's Gordon Ramsay. It's shot About to get fucked up. Do you want me to go first? Um, Either way. I can go either way. Um, I'll go. I feel like I haven't started in a moment. Um, I do feel like that's true. Maybe. Who knows? Um, Hannah. I want you to describe to me how Zola's Lightbringer ability works. Because I'm not sure I remember. Lightbringer ability works in that she can harness bond between two individuals and turn it into something more magically tangible. I think it probably I think she can probably do many things with that like that foundation but something that she's done is when she tied Ezra and I together Mm -hmm. we were able to sort of feed off of each other's life for like you know health and shit and sort of do some transferring there that is not usually possible I'll take that that's pretty good I will take that that's yeah I was gonna ask for some specifics and you gave me a specific um, the other Thank thing you. she can do, because that's true, uh, the other thing she can do is uh, the two people that are tied together uh, can roll a d4 and add that number to any attack roll, ability check, or saving throw as long as they're within 50, 30 feet of each other. Oh, shit. Um, oh, that lasts an hour. She can be doing that much more often, but I Whoa. forget about it. Oops. Um, Wait, repeat that so she can just, it's like bardic inspiration, but it's... Yeah, but for the two people, only for the two people that she links, and as long as they're both within 30 feet of each other. Damn, that's intense. Yeah, that's honestly crazy. Um, And then, yes, you talked about shared burden, where when someone takes damage within 30 feet of her, she can use her reaction to choose up to four other willing creatures and distribute the damage between them. Great. Fuck yeah. Um, awesome. That was great, Hannah. I guess I'm taking a okay. shot now. Fuck. Oh. Well, I didn't describe all of it. Let's, well, let's each take a half. Okay. I was just going to give each you... Uh, you described some of it, so that was more than I was honestly well, expecting. some of it. Three, two, one. A lot of countdowns tonight. 
Yummy. Okay. I'm going to give you three things to define. And if you can define two of them, you can... D- I'll do the shot. Cool. Okay. One. Arch Druid. I'm two. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, I'm not sure how this is pronounced, actually, but Lycanthrope. Okay. Lycanthrope. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. And finally, tell me what the barbarian Path of the Beast is. Ooh, Path of the Beast? I don't even know if I know that one. Um, so Archdruid, I feel like we can either be talking about what it means to be an Archdruid and like leveling up a character in Druid land, or you could be talking mm-hmm. about, um, I'm fairly certain. Give me that one. Okay. Um, hmm, when do you, um, one that relates to character. Yeah. There's something about it that relates to level. Um, I feel like it's like either 18 or 19 on Druid. Uh, when you get to it, it's like you just stop aging and you like literally are just fucking young forever or whatever age you are. Um, yeah, I don't know anything else about that. That's um, okay. That's what I got for you there. That licking, licking, liking. Do you know how to pronounce this? Uh, Lycanthrope is um, essentially a werewolf. Um, it's you know, yep. it's yeah, being a werewolf. Um and then the path of the beast. I don't I don't know. I don't know what the path of the beast is. Um it's not one that I I'm well versed in. So I don't know. Okay. I would say that you got you definitely got like like throat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um which is a werewolf. Uh Archdruid there's actually just a bunch of different sure. shit that is you're right it is muddied between like a player and and a month like what that would be if you were fighting it yeah. and it was naturally occurring yeah um but this thing that i'm reading in D 5e um says that it's a 20th level spellcaster oh. that uses wisdom as their spellcasting ability. So this would be like an enemy, is what it sounds like. But yes. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, so I think the thing I was describing is not technically called Arch Druid. I think it's called mm, Druid Level 18. Um, well, but it is a class. No. No, see, no, okay, no. So this is true for the player thing, too. In order to advance as an archdruid, you must meet the following prerequisites. Wisdom, like, being your thing and be a 20th level druid. So, I think that goes Oh, yeah, it's 20th level. The term. Archdruid, uh, (laughs) okay, so I was wrong. Timeless body was what I was describing at 18th level. Archdruid is the, you can wild shape as many times as you want, um, which is archdruid. Yeah. Damn. And I love defining moment. That's such a beautiful, you have to have had a defining moment Hmm. in order to be an archdruid, which is completion of a quest, perform a great action to the benefit of nature, or have seen a little bit of the origin of magic. Mm, I love that. Which is so cool. Okay. Um, Yeah. And then um, Path of the Beast, you didn't need to get. But yeah, basically, it's one of the only ways. I got to it through a weird means, um, but it's one of the only ways in which you can consider your body a weapon. Gotcha. Because unarmed strike becomes something 
mm. different. And that's really all I know about well, this it. This is cool. Um, but I was going to read it as you talked about it, but then you didn't. And so you didn't need to. And it's fine. <laughs> Infectious Fury, Bestial Soul, Call of the Hunt. Dope, dope, dope. All these fun things that you can do. Anyway. Anyway. Cut and dry. Yeah. We must fly. Oh, okay. We're getting better. We're slowly right. getting better. Um, am I taking another shot? Is that what's happening? Yes, because I got no, Archdruid wrong. No, no, you got them right. I got Archdruid wrong. What do you mean? I literally got it wrong. Okay, well, half, because you got most of it. Whatever. You got one and a half. Goodbye. You said, you know what I mean? Goodbye. I'm not counting down. Three, two, one. Fuck. <laughs> oh, percentile die. Okay. Okay. Motherfucker, Hannah. <laughs> I was so happy with my roll. I was like, ooh, okay, this is perfect. Ooh. So lovely. I rolled a 99. I rolled a 99. <laughs> um, this is, uh, I rolled a 39, so it's like a shot and a half. <sighs> Woo! All right. Let us all wrap ourselves in the present moment and just be present here together because if we think of anything else our heads mm -hmm. might explode campus bubble campus bubble and we might start crying campus bubble everyone wrap yourself in your campus bubble and <laughs> remember when blaze and canonically team yay um, set out <laughs> on their first adventure, their first actual mission as real, well, kind of semi-real Sparks. Risha, Zola, and Blaze, led by team leader Flora, set off for the settlement of Fichi in order to get a prosthetic or some kind of technology to help Ezrin regain the use of his leg. The group camped out on the edge of the Walking Woods, uh, a large expanse of forest that stands between the Institute Settlement and Fichi. And upon awakening in the middle of the night, well, I guess early morning, um, the group was accosted by a couple of boars, wild boars that seemed to have some ties to the forest that grew roots when they were felled. Uh, the group handily defeated them without any help from Flora and made their way into the walking woods, dodging uh, a group of insects, uh, Blaze utilizing plant growth to cover their tracks. Um, yeah, we ain't gonna fuck with that. True. Uh, and walking well into the night, the forest alighting around them came to uh, a darkened area in the midst of the forest that they all determined was the spot of the bastion that they were trying to get to before the night was over. Upon noticing this darkened spot, uh, Miss Zola Turin rolled a beautiful natural one on her perception check and mm -hmm. missed the bus-sized giant snake that shot from within the darkened area, wrapped around time. Zola, of course, and proceeded to drag her away 
And that is where we are right now. What animal are snakes afraid of? What? <laughs> I hate this. Um, <coughs> Blaze, uh, we are right. We are gonna start right at the top of initiative. Blaze, you are the first to act. This thing is moving with Zola away from you. I'll give you an attack of opportunity if you want to take it as yeah. it pulls Zola away. All right, I'm just gonna take a swingity swing with my Kusarigama. Cool, uh, roll to attack. It's a 21 to hit. Uh, definitely hits because your Kusarigama has reach. You have to let it get 10 feet away from you before taking the attack, so you do so. It pulls Zola 10 feet, mm. you hit it. Uh, roll for damage. Nine. All right, um, Blaze, nine points of damage. You swing your Kusarigama in the air, throw it out, and you cut a small in comparison to this creature. Your Kusarigama is like a pinprick, and you watch a tiny little gash. And I cleave it in half. Nope. Small little gash on the side of its scales. As you pull it back to yourself, you see like a ah scale like fall to the ground uh, and as it retreats. Um, and it goes faster than light, just as fast as it grabbed Zola, pulls her away into that darkened area. But now you can see this dome of darkness that even affected, uh, we said last time, affected like branches of trees that are lit themselves. They then stop being lit as it hits this domed area to create that doming effect. Like there are branches that just are fully unilluminated. But now you can see as the body of the snake, which is fully lit, slithers back with lightning speed, that domed area becomes lit with the snake's own light that it is now giving off. Um, And the snake is there in that domed area, probably 50 feet, maybe a little further because the end of the domed area is 50 feet from you. Is there anything else in the dome that's alive? Uh, You can give me a perception check if you want. Would love. It's okay. hard. I'm going to tell you right now, it's hard to see. Oh, fuck okay. me. 22. How hard is it to see? <laughs> it is hard to see because <laughs> there are still, like, there's foliage. There are trees <clears throat> in your way that are all alit. It's hard to see into the space because of how packed it is foliage-wise around. You can mm. only really tell what's in the space based on the fact that there is a space of uh, unilluminated forest. Um, mm. From what you can see, you take a moment, scan the area, and you can see that even though the dome has forested pieces in it, it is kind of also a glade. So there are branches that extend into it, but then for the majority of it, the trees give way to open right. space. It's open sky. Um, and. Mm you don't see any other living creatures because the snake takes the form of the snake, which is massive and roiling in front of you, takes up a large portion of this space, but it is far from you now. Um, That is what you see with a 22. Okay. Zola is wailing. Uh, Blaze, it is your turn officially. Um, Can you... Tell me how far, in what way is Zola being held? Like in the center of the coil, like boa constrictor yes, style? It is, or like. Um, so it shot its head out and then r- proceeded to wrap that part of its body around Zola before retracting it. 
So she is actually. Yep. Uh, she's actually in the air a couple of feet because the mass of the snake, the rest of the snake's body is just as thick as the 10 foot sized, uh, just it okay. on its own. So it is like in a kind of roiling mass in the center. It has its, not its head, but like the latter part of its neck, neck if we will, if the, a snake is just one And piece. I will. Um, has her in the air and has coiled around her and ha she is wavering up there. But there's plenty okay. of space beneath it as well. Is there a part of the snake that I would be able to attack uh, that is 20 feet away from Zola? Yeah. But still snake. I think we can safely say the snake wrapped in and on itself, coiled in this kind of bundle where you cannot really determine how large it is at full length is higher than, like, reaches up into the air higher than 20 feet. Excellent. So if I aimed at the base. Yeah. You'd have to aim at the base. And also, I will say the snake is further than 50 feet away from you right now. That's fine. Cool. Your 22 perception check would actually is great. Uh, you could you would say the snake is, uh, the edge of the snake that's closest towards you is 80 feet away from you right now. Excellent. I'm gonna fireball it. Cool, what's the range on fireball? 150 feet. And the radius is 20 feet. Totally. So, yeah. Go for it. Uh, it's a dex save on my part? Yeah. <clears throat> How's this thing's dex? Oh, it's not great. Okay. What's your DC? 16. Okay. With a natural three, that is a failure. Yes! Roll damage. Ooh, I'm so very scared. 31 damage. Holy shit. Uh, Blaze, you deal this thing 31 points of damage. Um, I will say, sadly, that's not a lot for the spell, but yeah. Hey, damage is damage. Um, Blaze, you... As Zola's ripped from you, almost instinctively, you pull you pull for your druidic magic, you pull for it, and a small, almost like you're throwing a baseball, a small little bead of fiery light <laughs> sails through the trees yeah, mama, yeah. farther and farther away from you. And then at the center of this darkened area, which is now lit from within, but you can still see the edges of darkness from the trees, an eruption of an inferno. This circular ball of fire consumes this creature. Snakes don't really yell, so I'm not gonna make like a fun snake yell thing. Mm, um, they don't? They don't go like... I don't think so. I think okay, it's more of like a hissing. Um, so you hear a lot of hissing, like a... But I can't really uh. differentiate hissing with like tonality, so right. Right. we'll all right. just use our fun imaginations for Completely. this one. Um, as it hisses, you can see burn marks. Uh, you are still so far away from this thing. Through the brush, you imagine there are burn marks. Even with your 22 perception, you can't see burn marks at this distance. Um, yeah. Great, Blaze, that is your action. What's up? What you doing? Mm, I'm gonna turn to Risha. 
Yeah. Wait, okay, hang on. I want to look really quick mm -hmm. and see what Flora's uh, expression is like. Uh, cool. Um, roll me- Is this like run-of-the-mill bullshit here, or is this something more? Totally. Uh, roll me another perception check. Oh, 27. Woo, doggy. That's not bad, Blaze Jam Jar. Mm -hmm. I feel like Blaze should have been um, Southern with the name Jam Jar. It feels very Southern to me. Um, jam Jar. Jam Jar. Hi, I'm Blaze Jam Jar. Um, I'm Blaze Jam Jar. Hey, I'm Blaze Jam Jar. Oh, uh, <laughs> what can I do for you? Um, uh, you, with a 27 perception check, you turn to go look to Flora and be like, what's going on? Flora is not two paces behind you where she was. You look through all of this lit brush and it just takes your eyes a second to focus and figure out, but you catch movement high in the trees above you. And Flora is like 20 feet up already and like perched up above you all. Um, you can give me an insight check with disadvantage because she's far away from you if you want to get a read on what she's thinking and feeling. Are you fucking kidding? All right. Hey, you spotted her. That's a feat in and First of itself. First one's a dirty 20. Nice. Second one's a 14. Um, you get from her reaction of her movement upwards that she looks poised and tense. You can definitely see that in her body. It is not a kind of like, oh, I'm up here relaxing, chillaxing. She is up. She has gotten a vantage point. She is gazing in the direction of the creature, and she looks poised, but she's not acting yet. That's what you read. Okay. Okay. Risha, uh, do you think we have any shot at killing that thing? Or should we just get it to drop her? I think we save Zola number one priority. I don't know if killing this thing or not, whatever. I think we'd get Zola is number one and figure out whatever. Okay, after do you that. have any ranged bullshit? Because I can do what I just did again. It's the most powerful thing I have. Uh, I got a couple of things I can throw, but I'm still going to have to get up in there to really do anything. Shit. All right, let's do it. Gotcha. And I use the rest of my mo movement to run toward the snake. Um, and then I'm going to... Uh, Blaze, roll me uh, either athletics or acrobatics because this is a forced area to see if your movement is slowed. 15? Uh, 15 is what you needed. Um, Blaze, you move 25 feet closer to this thing. Okay. So I'm going to just deck of cards then as my bonus because... What's the range on deck of cards? Um, 60 feet. Uh, uh, sorry, 60 with disadvantage, 20 without. You are 50 feet away from this creature, so you can okay, make so the attack roll with disadvantage. First one, 23. <laughs> Second one, 10. Can't hit a fucking barn door right now, huh? Well, you're throwing through brush. You're throwing through trees. You're trying to hit something. Like, it would probably have been disadvantage even if you were, like, closer to it just yeah, because there okay. are trees and shit in the way you throw it you a card just like snags a branch on its way there um and then plinks back into your deck at your side cool okay place end of your turn uh next in the order is zola mm -hmm. herself on, zola. zola is considered uh grappled and restrained 
Um, she, oh, I actually didn't Fuck. do any of the damage this was supposed to do to her. She did get hit last time. Um, oh, not too bad. Uh, Zola is down, uh, 10 points of damage. Um, so Zola is grappled and restrained right now, uh, which is not great for her. Um, it's not great. I mean, uh, great. no one in her position would be saying, this she's is not great. Like, she's not like, mm, I'm having a good time. Um, Zola is going to... Huh, what do they look like? I haven't even thought of this. You know, if I was a better DM, I would like play out these battles and like know people's turns and like have beautiful uh, no, descriptions no, stop. We're ready. We're all flying by the seat of our pants. But I'm not. So um, Zola... Uh, it's hard to see. I I don't know. I don't even know. You have moved closer, so I don't know if you see this or not. But um, from within the snake's head, that or the neck, I guess we're calling it, where Zola has been wrapped up and constricted, you can't even see Zola's body. This thing's form is so thick. Lord, um, why is it so thick? It's so girthy. Um, <laughs> didn't love it, but mm -hmm, it's happened. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um. From That's new percentile die theme song. So <laughs> thick. Oh, I don't like it. Uh, thank God sorry, I so edit girthy, this. So girthy, so girthy, so girthy. Um, there it is, twice in a row. <laughs> from within this creature, you start to see scintillating gears start to appear around the outside of this creature and then start grinding their way into this creature. You have no idea You've never seen this spell be cast before, but they are all around kind of floating and spectral. Some fizzle and then appear in other places and keep grinding into this creature. Um, that's Zola's action. And that is Zola's turn. Um, great, next in the order is the I'll snake. It's the oh, little fuck. snakey. It's Snakey's oh, turn. Did Remember you name snakey? your pet snakey? Nope, not yet, but I'm sure I will soon. Um, so Snakey gets to make a little whizzy savey throw. Oh, I hate this. I'm gonna stop talking like this now. Oh, <laughs> this wisdom's not good. I made this creature. I could've, oh, it's fine. Uh, yeah, nine's not gonna do it. Uh, so Why do Zola's... I feel like the snake's name is Ryder? Oh, oh, that's hot. I don't know, that's hot. I don't know if I can do that. Um, uh, at the top of its turn, uh, it takes... Ooh, eight points of damage from Zola's Spirit <laughs> Guardians. Uh, great. Oh, it's the snake's turn. Right. At the top of the snake's turn, Blaze, roll me a perception check. You're close enough, so the DC's not that high. 13. <sighs> Bad for you, baby. Take a drink for that Shit. one. Um, ah. ah, 13's not good enough. Balls! Uh, Blaze, you, what you do see with a 13 is you watch the body of the snake, which is huge, like towering in your field of vision. You watch it shudder, I think is the best word I can use. The entirety of its body just shudders for a moment. Uh, and Hannah, I need you to roll me a d6. Okay. Six. Gosh darn it, he's laughing. He's you laughing. Gotta be kidding me! 
He's laughing. Uh, okay. Uh, Hannah, why don't you roll me a d20? Um, 18. Cool. <laughs> this is not good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> um, on the snake's turn, uh, it is going to... It already has a creature constricted. Um, you watch as the snake's head turns, looks at you, that just lit it up with a literal ball of fire and holds in the air for a moment and everything is still and then strikes. Um, it's going to take two attacks on you, Blaze. Jesus Christ, a natural three is not gonna hit. Uh, does a 22 hit your AC? Um, what the fuck do you think? <laughs> I don't know. You have a fucking ridiculous AC. 20. No. <laughs> uh, Blaze, you take 14 points of piercing damage. Do I know? You do. Um, as the creature strikes downwards, hits you, um, the first blow, you dodge out of the way and explosions of dirt and mud and tree roots and brush happens next to you. And as you dodge out of the way, you watch the snake. It is like almost like water. As the head hits the ground, it turns at a 90 degree angle to the direction that you shift and just bites into you before retracting and going back into the center. That is the end of the snake's turn. Uh, next in the order is Risha. Risha, what you doing, baby? Uh, Risha's gonna take the dash action and she's gonna roll an athletics check to see if she's not slowed. Should be fine for her. <gasps> Just barely passes. Uh, Jason has to take a quick drink for that one. Um, Uh, But Risha sprints past you in a blur of silver and light clanking along uh, and gets within uh, 10 feet of the snake. Um, Great. Top of the order. Blaze, that's you. You are 50 feet away from the snake, still in the trees. Risha has, like, burst past the tree line and is in the glade with this snake. Uh, You are still within the tree line for another there's still like 20 feet of brush and trees. Okay. I am going to, I mean, fuck it. Hopefully I'll get a long rest tonight if we're in the dome, which the snake is in. But if the snake can enter it, how safe can it fucking be? Maybe I shouldn't burn another third level spell, huh? We'll Start with the second level spell. Let's uh, moonbeam this shit, huh? Ooh, Give me a con save. Con. Okay, let's see. What is my snake? Although, con. maybe I should summon Shep. It's up to you. What you doing? Uh, yeah, the snake looks fucking fine. So I'm gonna summon Shep now. Uh, cool. Where are you summoning Shep? I'm summoning Shep. Well, I'm 50 feet from it, so I think I can only summon. Shep within 30 feet of me. I so, don't know. <laughs> yeah, within 30 feet. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, oh, I'll use... Why am I so, so silly? I'm going to use 20 feet of my movement to run closer to the snake. Then I'm going to summon Shep. Uh, Blaze, right. roll me either an acrobatics check or a uh, 
right, athletic right, check. Right, 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 right. Are you? F- I'm re-rolling. This is a nat one, but I'll finish my drink. Ooh. And that's twenty-four. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You can. Uh, with your luck, you can see all of the roots that you could possibly trip on, and you envision yourself doing so, and with that, you leap from root to root over and on them instead of tripping on them, and make it 20 more feet, uh, and then you're summoning Shep where? Uh, right up against the bottom coils of this thing. I'm assuming that no one else is, I'm a, a place at the base of it that neither Risha nor Zola is you know, within 10 feet of. Yep, absolutely. Uh, it's a deck save when Shep is summoned. Yeah. Uh, that is an ele- uh, uh, 13. I don't think that hits against my spell save DC. No, it's 16. So, bye. Cool. 2d10 fire damage. Uh, that's 13. Um, Blaze, you Ooh. run, jump, do all this cool ass acrobatic shit land right at the edge of the tree line and call for Shep. You throw your hand out and then that rift just opens up the fiery portal and Shep trumpets through and as he does so, a ring of fire emanates from him and burns the snake yet again. Shep is like a little Fuck, yeah. off to your right side. Risha is okay. uh, a little to off to left. your left. Yeah. Yeah. Um, great, Blaze. What what else are you doing? I am now going to flame seed. Cool. You command Shep to flame seed. D twenty is a four, so it's not gonna, not gonna, uh, not gonna. Twelve do it. does is not hit. So excited. Uh, Shep is also, I will say, within melee of this, so it technically would have been disadvantage because you. I mean, unless you summoned him one, you know, ten feet away no. from this thing. Cool. Yeah. No. I'm, yeah. I mean, yeah. you said right up on its coils. Um. Just, just roll that d twenty again in case you do get a net one. I just want to see if you have to take another shot. Hey. Fucking no, it's an eight. Okay. Um mm-hmm. cool. Um Shep trumpets out exci- so excited and like genuinely joyful oh, that his fire like so hit great. this thing that he just like trumpets his flame seed up into the air and it just like like a small little um firework just like <laughs> explodes above you all in celebration. And you're like, not exactly what we wanted, but cool job. Um, cool. Blaze, that is your turn? That is my turn. Uh, cool. Uh, next in the order is Zola. Zola is going to use her bonus action to cast Spiritual Weapon. Um, oh god, we are burning through spell slots, huh? Um, you can now see with the small, tiny gears, again, still no sign of Zola's body in this. Um, but you see, uh, amidst the small gears, two giant gears. Uh, ethereal, beautiful, golden-lit gears appear and are going to try to fucking hit us. Uh, sh- How does restrained work this, with- These gears have never done right by her, but- Hey, Zola is a lover, not a fighter. Um, <laughs> she is. Zola's a true. cleric, not a fighter. Um, she is. How does this is, restrained- this is Attack rolls against the creature have advantage. The creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. So, 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 
It is an attack roll, so it does have disadvantage. Zola just can't see, is what we're gonna say. Um, so that's a natural three. Yeah, it's not gonna work. Um, you see these gears, and Zola has placed these gears just she has no perception of where she is physically in relation to the rest of the snake right. and she doesn't want to hit herself so she has just placed these gears like 10 feet to the left of you uh, and you watch them grind together in the air and they look like they might hurt um, but they, they but don't. nothing's in them they don't to the um, right Zola to the right you yell that. Um, Zola's gonna use her action to try to make an athletics check to get out of the snake scrapple, which she can do. Her her um, athletics is minus one, so it's not gonna be good. Not great. <gasps> Natural 20! <laughs> oh, yes! Hannah, take three I big got, sips. Got you. Um, wow. Um, the gears go off, you say a little to your right, and as you yell, you watch the snake's head turn to you, distracted for a moment, and then you watch down its neck, probably like six feet is where the coil begins that you can, you see Zola's gears around. As the neck turn, as the head turns to you, you watch as from within this coil, you see two little alit gnomish hands pry open the coil, oh and you see Zola's long dreadlocked hair push out. Fucking iconic. And free herself. Um, she's gonna. She rolled a natural 20. Fuck it. She can do whatever she wants. She and can. you watch her as she pulls herself out of the grip of this snake. She grabs just like the side of it and slides down it like a fun little water slide. Holy mother, that nat 20. Yes. Uh, and ends at the base of the snake. Um, if Shep is to your right, Zola ends uh, still to your right as well, but a little further. Uh, next to the snake. If Shep is like in front of the snake to your right, Zola's like next to the snake to your right. Okay. Um, but no longer restrained on the ground and did not take any falling damage because that was a fucking great natural 20. Love that for her. Holy frick, that was great. Um, um, does yeah. the snake, how is it looking? Fucking normal. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was burned a couple of times. Um, it looks angry but not like dying. Okay. It looks burnt, like you, you hit it. Should we run? Um, You yell that. Uh, Risha has like run up to the snake, is like, uh, maybe? Um, and Zola has, is just catching her breath. She, I'm gonna say she can't respond right now. Um, she just fucking Risha? lifted her snout from her. Risha said maybe. Um, Up to y'all. Uh, that is Zola, the end of Zola's turn. At the end of Zola's turn, um, Blaze, roll me a perception check. 18. Uh, Blaze, you hear from behind you, hoof beats. You turn over your shoulder 
charging through the forest on the path you came yourself, breaking twigs, branches, anything in its path, you see a, let me just say, 10 foot tall, um, a lot of 10 foot tall creatures up in here. What? 10 foot tall, giant, wild boar. Okay. Coming off of its hooves, you can see vines in like almost a long mohawk from its head that are raging in the wind as it uses its tusks fully alit. The tusks themselves are gnarled and crooked and weird like roots as it barrels towards you all. Uh, Blaze, it is going to, you are the first thing in its path. Uh, it is going to make two tusk attacks at you. Uh, natural nine is probably not gonna do it. And an 18 also does not do it. Um, this thing comes at you, Blaze, and tries to gore you with these root-like tusks. Did you say gore or boar? I said gore, um, (laughs) gore you with these root-like tusks and you deftly slide underneath it. And this boar towers above you. You can easily stand and its stomach would not reach the top of your head. Holy. Um, This giant beast just tries to gore you and you easily dodge both, um, but it stands there hulking right in front of you. Um, Cool. Uh, That is its turn. What fun, cool time that we're all having. Um, It's going to be the Sneaky's turn now. My favorite Sneaky. My Sneaky boy. Um, Who's it going to attack? Did anyone deal damage last turn? You uh, Shep did. Hmm. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Shep was the only thing that dealt a damage last turn. Oh, at the top of its turn, it has to make a wisdom saving throw. Fuck me, Zola. Yeah, Zola. God damn it, natural seven. Okay, it takes another 3d8 damage. Fuck, I hate the spell. Yes. 11 more points of damage. Woo! Okay, uh, I take it back about the gears, you know? Uh, You see, like, the small gears that are, like, they're flitting around Zola, like, sparking in and out of existence are just grinding into this snake as it stands right up against Zola. Fuck yeah. Um, and then, okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, it's gonna roll. Why? Actually, why don't you roll for me? Uh, Blaze, just roll a d20 on a one through a 10, it hits Shep on a 11 through 20, it hits Zola. Nine. Cool, hits Shep, so it's gonna go for Shep. Um, this thing is going to do what it knows best and is going to try to make a constricting attack. Natural motherfucking one. Yes! I have to take a shot. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. I don't know why I'm saying dear, ah. but oh, dear. Please send Jason Ooh. your strength and I love your it. sobriety. I don't need clarity. either. Um... <laughs> You um, <laughs> um, <laughs> Proof of both, right there. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, cool. So this snake um, goes up, and you watch <laughs> as the snake's head dives down, and like, I don't know what else it would be like. It's like a fucking snake. Like a snake. Um, mm-hmm, like a snake. Hits the ground and turns in on itself around Shep in order to wrap him up. You lose sight of Shep. And then from in the center of this glowing snake, you just see orange and red and yellow glow through the cracks of its own body. And you watch as the snake instantly recoils and is like, that thing is made of fire. Why would I constrict that? That's dumb. Boom, smart Um, snake. And it recoils and its head just looms over all of you surveying. That is the end of its turn. Risha. Excuse me. Mm Mm-hmm. I say to the snake. Uh huh. You yell, excuse me. Risha says, yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, one second. Not in, one second. But it's excuse my turn. Me. I, um, you yell, excuse me at the snake, and it looks at you I because you made noise. Will, I will it. Okay. To understand it's not that your turn. I bit it no cool. harm. Cool, okay, cool, cool. Um, so on Risha's turn, uh, Risha turns back to you and to Zola and is like, what are, uh, and like looks over her shoulder, sees this massive boar that has burst through the area. Oh, uh, the snake's turn. I forgot to do something. I'm going to just real, real quick rewind it. I love that mistake. Um, no, we're just gonna rewind. It's fine. Um, at the end of the snake's turn, we'll say, uh, Blaze, roll me a perception check. You are no longer outside of the brush. Or, I mean, you're right at the edge of the brush. Roll it with advantage. Fucking twenty-four without advantage. So roll here. with. Just see if you get crit. No. Cool. Um, Blaze, you watch the snake's body again as it recoils from Shep. You watch it shudder. And as it does so, what you missed last time is from the 24. Yeah. As it shudders, you watch as the grass beneath your feet, well, beneath Risha's feet and Shep's feet, illuminates for a the smallest of seconds in a small ring-like form and spreads out to the edge of the forest, the uh, the illuminated area of the forest, very quickly. And for a moment, you think that came from the snake, right? It came from where the snake is. Mm. But as the snake shuddered, you watched its body also quickly illuminate a fraction more as it did so as well. Again, proving your hypothesis that came from the snake. But with a 24, you can see right between the coils of the snake itself, something else further in also burst with light for a brief second. That's what you see. There's something in there. There's something in there and it's it's, it's imbuing the snake with something. I don't know what, but Look, look in there. Blaze, I need you to roll me a d6. Two. I need you to roll me a d4. Yeah. 
better than a D6 on a D6. Two. Cool. Uh, roll me a D20. Oh, yeah. Two. Oh, two. Okay, okay, okay. Blaze, you see that happen. Amazing. That's the end of the snake's turn. Risha turns to you, sees the boar behind you, sees the snake in front of you, hears what you've yelled, and is like, okay, so what are we doing? What am I doing? Am I going for it? Am I going in? Am I helping you? What do you need? I guess let's go in if we can. Oh, no. (laughs) Blaze has been just sneaking booze this whole night. Blaze is hiccuping. Um... They don't know what how to handle it, so they're just gonna keep going as you, usual. Where do you want me? Cause Zola's fine, but you've got that thing, and uh. I don't know. Should we? Let's go in. Let's 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 try to go in. Great. Um, Risha's kind of down for anything. It's like, uh, uh, I'll scare you if you need me to, but I'm going in. There uh, it is. Risha's gonna roll a perception check. Because I think she doesn't really know what, what the hell. Yeah, you yelled about there's something in there, but I don't know if she knows. Yeah. Uh, it's a natural eight. I'm going to take a drink. Um, <laughs> Risha runs up to the edge of this roiling snake. And again, just its coil, like just like the girth, I hate it, of its body is taller than Risha. So she's, she would have to like climb up. She has movement to climb up to like the first where it is, but she's like, I could, I can like get in, but I, I don't know what I'm, I think I should just hit it. Can I just hit it? Hit it, hit it. Okay. Um, so Risha does, is going to make an athletics check, which she should be fine with. Yeah, easy pass. Um, climbs up to the snake and is like, all right, fuck you. And then unclips her glaive from her back, swings it around, and just starts making some attacks. Woo, Risha can attack so many times now. I've missed being a fighter. Okay, that's Jason's second natural one of the night. Oh my gosh. Uh, and a natural That's six, which also gonna misses. Be half. Yep, I'm going to take a half a shot, and Risha's first two attacks miss, so that's cool. Um, Risha gets up there and immediately <laughs> swings her glaive, and as she unclips it and swings it behind her back, uh, the force of it, she's not standing on like a strong surface, she's standing on the edge of a snake, uh, fully, as she whips it, falls backwards and falls to the ground. That's her natural one. Jason takes a shot. Um, Risha falls, hits the ground. Um, <laughs> like, the wind gets knocked out of her. Uh, with her bonus action, yeah, she'll take a bonus attack. She'll try it again. Uh, from the ground, just, like, tries to hit it with the butt of her polearm. Fucking natural four. Okay, Risha can't do jack shit. Um, Risha's coughing on the ground as Blaze as Blaze hiccups. Risha joins them and it's just like, (coughs) okay, it's uh, harder than it looks. Um, Risha just missed all three of her fucking attacks. That's not great. Um, Cool. So um, that's Risha's turn. Um, 
Uh, Blaze, roll me a d4. D4. Wow, the hiccups are out of control. Sorry, y'all. Here we go. Two. Uh, Blaze, from your right, from, like, where Zola is next to the snake, from the brush to the right, you see movement. And you hear in the air, No! Um, as two of those insectoid, almost humanoid, they stand on two legs, uh, insectoid, long, uh, ant-like heads with two long antennae, yellowish bodies, all gleaming with light, burst through the trees, uh, and both go and instantly move to Zola. Uh, okay. Uh, both are going to take attacks on Zola. You see, there is a difference. Uh, roll me an insight check, Blaze. 18. You see there's a difference with these creatures. Um, the ones you fought in Lakeside had weapons. These creatures do not. They are just fully these, like, bug-like, six-foot-tall ant kind of creatures. Um, and they are both going to take attacks on Zola. The first one gets to take. Oh, enters the space for the first time. As they both <laughs> enter the space no. around Zola for the first time. No, actually it's good. Uh, both have to make wisdom saving throws or take some damage from her spirit guardians. Uh, both fail. Cool, great. Both are gonna take uh, oh, good rolls. Uh, 14 points of damage. Damn, Zola. Um, Holy fuck, yes. Uh, as they run up, you watch the gears that have been, like, grinding into the snake. As they run up, uh, immediately they are accosted by gears. And they, as they approach Zola, gears just appear all around them and grind into them. Uh, cool. They don't look good anymore. Um, they are still going to take attacks against Zola. The first one is going to take two attacks. Uh, first one misses. God damn, that was a high roll too. Damn. Both miss. Zola throws up her shield, fights one off. Uh, the second one is going to take two attacks. Oh, okay. Or just throw it off the table. That's cool, Jason. Natural two, Jason is going to drink. Natural five, Jason's gonna drink. Cool. Zola is just fighting, beating these things off with her shield as they are accosted by these ethereal spectral gears. Um, great. None of them can fucking hit because you all have high ass AC. Um, that is the end of their turn. Blaze, you're up. Reach is on the ground, prone. Zola is to your right. Shep is in front of this creature. Can I make another just perception check to see if I can see mo more of what's inside the coils. I think it's hard because of your height. I feel like the way you saw inside was, again, this creature, this snake is like kind of constantly moving. So I feel like you saw part, like the part that was on the ground rise for a brief moment and then quickly settle. Um, I will... If you're gonna, if you will give me part of your action economy, 
either your bonus action or action My bonus to make- action. I've been looking this whole time. Once I cool. saw the thing, I've been using everyone else's t- turns just to try and look. Great. For if this you thing. if you're going to give up your bonus action, I'll give you Fine, another done. perception check. <sighs> What's your roll? Didn't sound good. 16. Uh, cool. Drink. Um the snake now is like staying fairly on the ground, just encircling something in the center. Risha has been hit and is Risha's flat on her back. There's just too much tumult. This boar is looming behind you. There's too much going on, and you don't get a chance to like really get a good look. These creatures have just like burst out at Zola. Your attention is scattered. But you know something came from the center of this creature. There is something in there. You don't know what, but something is doing something. If only I had a Molotov cocktail. I could just chuck it in there, huh? Maybe. Um, how far am I now from the center? Like 30 feet? No, more probably. From the snake, you are 25 feet. From the center where I saw this thing. Uh, if the snake is 10 feet in its totality, you're 35. Like, if the snake is 10 feet thick, you would assume you are 35, but it's an assumption you're making. You can't see the other side of the snake. You can only see what's in front of you. But that's, like, a lot what's of, directly, like, mental ab- What's math. directly above me? Is there a tree? Right above you, above right now. You are under a tree. The You are under the eaves of a tree. Like, you're right at the edge of the brush line. To get up into a tree, you'd probably have to maneuver a little ways back to like then climb. You're not like uh, you're not like by a trunk. Fine, I cast jump on myself. Cool. What is that? That like triples, quadruples your jump? <laughs> Dribbled. Uh, your jump distance when you cast jump is tripled. tripled. High jump. If you're not moving, you can jump six feet straight in the air. Um, yeah, I'm gonna try and get up in this here tree. Uh, yeah, I will allow you to jump to a branch six feet up in the air. Totally. You're uh, you're still in the brush. That makes perfect sense. Um, this boar, uh, you can a- absolutely do it. Um, the boar will get an attack of opportunity. Fine. You. Cool. Uh, it is going to make a little. Blaze is going to like at whatever cost cost. Here we go. I mean, short of death. They're totally. for it. Oh, it rolled so many times and hit a natural two. Hated that. Um, cool. Yeah. Easily you cast jump on yourself. You spring upwards as this boar uh, tries to gore you again and you just sail straight over yes. its rooted tusks and grab onto a branch and hoist yourself up. Blaze, you're six feet in the air. The tree that you're in has branches much taller. You you have used six feet of your movement. You can get even higher up. The branch that you're on is like still with your height, you are just now seeing over like you're in line with the first coil of the snake. Like you feel Great. like you would even have to get higher to see. I wanna it. climb higher and as I do, if it's possible to mm. take a quick peep around for Flora cause that bitch is somewhere up here, I will. And if not, I'll just fucking climb. Cool, um, Blaze, roll me an acrobatics check with advantage cause of jump. Well, the first one's a 23. Fuck, just see if The you second one's a 26. Damn. Okay. Let's go. Uh, uh, Blaze, you can 
you can, I mean, these trees are towering where you are. Like they are, you are in a true, true forest. You can get up to 25 feet in the air if you'd like to. That's what I want to do. Cool, we'll say you're 25 feet up in the air. Um, you're, roll me another perception check for Flora. Oh. Oh. Take another drink. These hiccups are going to continue. <laughs> I love the hiccups. They're, they really, I feel like, I, it's honestly surprising to me that we've made it through 45 episodes, or 44 episodes, I guess, without one of us why. having active hiccups. It's because I'm a fucking white-ass, like, what? bitch that's what? drinking mango chili margarita. <laughs> I think it's the spice. My Russian ass is like, what is no. this? We eat, you know, flavorless meat. So, um... <laughs> I love that it's not alcohol. I love that you feel it's not alcohol induced. It's spice induced. I think it's spice induced. I, I do love spice, but I don't know. I'm dying. I love it. Oh. Um, uh, easily enough, you make it up 25 feet in the air. You do not see Flora anywhere. Um, again, there is too much tumult going on below you that I feel yeah, like your your even if you're looking for Flora, you don't want to look away from Zola or this boar or what's happening with the snake too long in case you miss something. So you're constantly exactly. darting back and forth. Um, you can make me another if perception Flora's check. If Flora's in the center, I'm going to fucking ripper. Ripper. Just ripper. I don't even ripper. know what that means, but Just I'll fucking do it. ripper. You're going to ripper. Um, Blaze, uh, from this vantage point, you can roll me another perception check to look inside with advantage. Because you have Let's a go. vantage point. Uh, the f first one's a nat 20. Yeah, so there it is. Jason, take three big sips. Fuck yeah, here I go. I'm refilling The second my one's drink. a nat 19, so I want <laughs> the world to know Damn. that I was meant to have this information. Damn. Blaze was meant to have this information. Blaze, you. from your vantage point, you can see now the entirety of this beast. You are probably at head level of the snake it is only coiled in on itself like two and a half ish times um but what you can see in the center now from this vantage a the serpent itself is wrapped around what looks like again a very small so it's hard to see and you're only getting it from the constant movement of this creature. And the natural 20 I roll. And the nat 20. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you get a perfect bird's line. Mm -hmm, the, everything mm -hmm. stops for a moment. You can analyze exactly the image you see there in front of you. There um, it is. Time stops for Blaze. They see all, they see the future, they see the past, amazing. Um, yeah, it's not, this is not one of those kinds of natural 20s. This is not like a game-breaking natural 20 like you did last time. Mm. Um, but what you see inside the snake is a very familiar sight, actually. You can see mm. that almost translucent white crystal that isn't that tall. It's probably like mm, four to five feet tall in the, that makes up the a bastion. the middle of a bastion. Exactly. Uh -huh. Inside the snake. But what you see with a natural 20 is that it is not only cracked down the center, but the tail of this snake culminates 
in a long black staff, like a staff you would wield, a staff that you would use as a walking stick or even a weapon. What? That is shoved inside this cracked bastion. Uh... That is your natural 20. Blaze, you have used your movement. You used your bonus action to perceive. You used your action to cast jump. That is the end of your turn. The snake is coming from the center of the bastion. There's a crystal there and it's still is is a staff and it's and it's and and you just I don't know what to do about it but the crystal is cracked and the snake is a staff amazing I love I loved I loved that um um, amazing Blaze that's the end of your turn Zola's turn Zola hears you but is being accosted by so many things um uh Hannah I'm Tell me how you feel about this. I'm I'm coming to a place in our combat where your companions fight more often than you, and mm-hmm. I I'm having a hard time muddling together how much I want to us to keep in like role play. Like Blaze tells them to do something. But also, I want you to have agency as player of what your companions do that I don't necessarily need for Blaze to communicate. Communicate. Sure. So I think uh-huh. you you tell me your feelings on like how you want your companions to act because there's I would a part. Hope. Go ahead. Go ahead. Maybe it's just the kind of thing where you do sort of a an insight check for them, like a very basic one or mm-hmm. intelligence or something to see if they're reading what I've read. And then mm. if so, they do what Blaze intends or what Blaze would most like them to do. And if they don't, they do whatever I kind of the like this. fuck they want. I, I don't kind know. of like this. I No, I, I like it being a role because of our drinking aspect. So I feel like there's a... And I feel like it should be a me role, right? Like it's it's it should them. be a you role, cool. or maybe it has something to do also with their like, with their with their passive wisdom or intelligence, right? Like, totally. If their passive wisdom or intelligence is really high, then I they shouldn't have to do an incredible role to. I don't know. Maybe this is getting okay. too complicated. But no, I'm fine. I, no, I like this. I like this. Because I want you to have more agency in like how battles go for you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. rather than me fight myself or like make decisions about characters based on the information sure. I have, you know. So I feel like I like there being a role and I'm I'm actually there's a weird part of me that's drunk and isn't going to remember this unless I listen to this episode when I edit it later. <laughs> but there's a part of me that wants to do something like a bond check like something that doesn't exist on a character sheet mm, and is something nice. we create a like uh, a stat for that allows you to kind of take control quote unquote of your friends that's sweet and sort of give them a directive which then you put into action yeah exactly like because instead of me being like, what would you like your character, like your friends to do? And then you have to like weirdly role play that Blaze does this thing. Whereas like 
it's not always going to be the case that, you know, Blaze is the leader in scenarios. And I feel like we've come up against that time and time again, where it's like, yeah, we can role play that Blaze, like everyone turns to Blaze as the leader, but that's also not necessarily Blaze's personality. Yeah, no, right. Okay, this is great. Let, let's, I guess we'll, we'll come back to that and discuss Bond and everything, but. Uh, yeah, I don't necessarily want to come up with an off the cuff thing right now. I kind of do right. want to take a sober moment. A yes. sober moment. A sober moment. TM. Um, a sober moment, TM, to think about it. But I one think. One where Hannah isn't hiccuping in your ear. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, one that, you know, Jason hasn't taken like five or six shots. Oh, gosh, I'm scared tonight. for you. I'm totally fine. Um, but yeah, <laughs> he no, is, I he think. Is fine. I think this is if I'm interested in that. I want. I don't care about me. I'm gonna stop talking. How do you feel? What do you? What are your thoughts? What are your feelings? Uh, do with this what you will. I, I would love Zola and Risha. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would love for them to take care of the boar and the the ads. I would love cool. for them to just yeah ditch the ads. Great, love that. Zola pulls the gears that were on the wrong side of this creature. We're all gonna fuck off about the exact amount of feet of movement. I said it was to the left and fuck blah, 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 off. whatever. Uh, Zola's gonna use her spiritual weapon on one of these creatures. It's gonna roll to attack. Fingers crossed. Rolls a natural two. Jason's rolling like bullshit tonight and I'm angry about it. I'm, I've been rolling. You've been rolling great well. and I've been rolling shit tonight. <laughs> Um, yeah. Zola's oh, first attack tables. Like literally um, And for her action She'll She's just gonna do what she always does Oh she could have been giving you guidance this whole time Interesting uh, <gasps> Remind me of that Tits. later um, I will uh, She's gonna sacred flame the one right in front of her That's a deck save from this creature Natural three I'm still rolling shitty thank god uh, Cool uh, That is 2d8 Damage Ooh, 10 points of damage to this thing. Ooh, it is not looking good. One of them is looking very bad. The other one is still looming over her. She's not gonna move because why would she? Um, great, that's the end of Zola's turn. It is now the giant boar's turn. Uh, the giant boar is going to charge in and go towards the fully prone Risha. It has advantage on its two attacks. Uh, Risha's AC is what? Y'all have ridiculous ACs. Let me, can I just say, <laughs> every single one of you has ridiculous yeah, ACs. and we have low hit points, not a ton of skills, we're low level, so. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, that is a 23 to hit Risha on the first attack. Uh, and then, oh, 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 hold on, hold on. Oh, oh. Well, it's already prone, so it doesn't matter. Oh. Uh, second attack with advantage is a 19. Both attacks hit. Uh, it gets a charge. So, oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, okay, hold on. Actually, this is very bad. Um, Don't love to hear that. That's Combo. for the first attack. That's for the second attack. That's for the first charge. I need more dice. Um, excuse me? She got hit by no. both attacks and it charged. Oh, no. Um. Uh-oh. 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 Is Jason's streak of rolling bad over? Um, yeah. 
10, 20, 29. Nope. 34. That's enough. That's enough. 39. That's enough. That's enough. Nope, that's enough. <laughs> 44. No, 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 50, no, 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 no. 59 points. Okay, she's down. Uh, this creature, this boar charges in towards the center. Risha is fully prone on the ground. And as it does so, it skirts the side of the snake and keeps going around the snake with its movement, trampling Risha into the ground with not even a care, just fully this giant, it looks, it's like the size of a truck. It is like, must be at least like a ton, weigh a ton. You watch as it stamps into Risha's plate mail. As it does so, you hear her, and you watch as her mail is fully dented inwards by the hooves of this creature as she lies there motionless on the ground. You watch her light fade from her body as this creature turns and skids in the dust. And you watch as it tramples Risha from her dented plate, roots grow into the ground around her and seem to encase her torso. Wait, 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 wait. Roots? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Risha is unconscious. The first monster that you rolled uh, on the table to uh, happen was a bad one. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. cool. The six on the D6. Yeah, it was Got bad. It. That was not great. Um, I thought I was giving you a helpful thing to roll low is better, but okay. apparently not. You know, that would be playing off my <laughs> most common tendencies. So I was trying, I but you're rolling you. great tonight. Um, that is going to be the end of the giant boar's turn. It's Snakey's turn, my little friend Snakey. You mean? Um, I don't I like Ryder. I don't, I don't like why. it for this beast. I feel like I, I don't know. know. Why. Just the energy I'm getting. You know what I okay, mean? Okay, 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 okay. Um, uh, I'll try it. I'll try it for this turn, and then if we don't like it, we can change it. Yeah, fully. Ryder. No, I hate it. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, it feels bad in my mouth. Um. This <laughs> m- my fun sneaky my fun sneaky it's boy. You're attracted to it. What can we uh, say? Uh, uh, my fun sneaky boy uh, rears back and is going to take. Uh, it's going to take a bite attack against Zola because it realized that uh, encasing something in flames was a bad idea for some reason. Uh, so instead, it's going to huh. just start biting. Um, God damn it! Can't hit Zola. Uh, just into the ground beside Zola as she dodges out of the way from one of these bug creatures and fends it off. This She also just happens to move a couple of feet to the right and then the snake's head just impacts to her left and she's like, oh my god, okay. Um, And then the second attack since Teresa is down is going to go against Shep. Well. 14 to hit. Yeah. Um... That is wait. Let me actually double check. I was gonna say I'm pretty sure it's 13, but maybe know. it's my yeah. I no, have no hang idea. On. 
I will double check, even though my expression obviously was, this is a, this goner, but no. Um, yeah, it is 13, I was correct. Fuck. Cool. <laughs> cool. I uh, really didn't wanna Ooh. be right. Uh, Shep takes only seven point, uh, eight points of piercing damage as this creature bites into Shep. Excuse me, sorry for burping. At <laughs> uh, great, that is the end of the snake's turn. Uh, it is Risha's turn. She's gonna make a death save. Get it. Seven is a fail. Risha has one failed death save. Cool. Oh boy. Uh, next in the order. Oh, sorry. At the end of Snaky Snake's turn, uh, Blaze, I need you to roll me a d6. Jason, what's the jump like between me and the center of the snake? Fuck. Uh, you roll a six. Up. Uh Lucky for you, you cannot roll the same number <gasps> twice. We've used it up. Oh, uh, that's nothing amazing. happens this turn. Uh, so it is now our buggy turns. Uh, at the top of their turns, they have to make wisdom saving throws. Uh, this will be the one that's damaged. Yeah, it's not going to pass. Also not going to pass. Great. And they're both going to take another 3d8 Fuck fucking yeah. radiant damage from these gears. Oh my god, 15 more points. Uh, Zola fully kills one the one that was harrying her in front of her. Fuck me. Uh, the yeah. gears just grind it. You watch as these like beautiful golden gears grind into this creature. And from your vantage, you watch as they cut through portions of this creature. As if they're not ethereal. As if they are pure real tangible gears you watch holes appear mm. in this creature and it falls limp to the ground and fully de-illuminates um one dies the other one is looking 15 points of damage is looking so bad more holes are also perforated through this creature's like thorax and just like carapace and it looks so bad. Uh, it's just Fuck gonna yeah. take some attacks on Zola, but like very half-heartedly because it is she is killing it, um, literally. Like not, not funnily. Like oh, she's killing it. Like no, she's killing it. Yeah, she's killing um, it. Uh, oh, 18, which hits her armor class. Bite the bite. The bite attack hits. Nice. A hail mary, and the claw attacks does not. For piercing damage, Zola takes... Ooh, full damage. Zola takes seven points of piercing damage. Uh, great. Um, and she has to make a constitution saving throw. Her con is... Eh, okay. Ooh, fails her constitution saving throw. Uh, you watch this creature's... As it's being perforated, it makes like one last attempt to bite and gets past her shield as it claws. She raises her shield, grabs the claws, but it's mandibles. You watch as it stretches Ugh. its neck and turns it at a ungodly angle and just chomps down on oh. her other arm. Uh, and you watch as this sickly green fluid pulses through her. Ooh, fun. Oh, I love a failed no, save. No. Um and Zola is considered poisoned. Ugh. 
Cool. Uh, that is the end of their turn, because it's not moving away from her. Because uh, that would be dumb, but kind of smart, but kind of dumb. Oh, I'll make a wisdom save Does... to see if it'll run. Mm -hmm. Nope. Uh, I rolled a two. It's not going to run. Does falling uh, distance count as movement? No. Uh, that is the end of its turn. Blaze, you are up. I'm 25 feet in the air. Mm -hmm. The the tree that I'm in, mm -hmm. is there a branch that extends over the snake? And if so, how far? Uh, roll me a... This is, a, this is rude of me. Roll me a, an investigation check. 13. There is a branch that extends five more feet from you uh, that can get you 20 feet away from this creature, but you're still 20 feet away from this creature. 20 horizontal feet. Mm -hmm. How does does jump apply if I wild shape? Yeah, it will still last when, if and when you wild shape. Okay. I'm just going to do it, but... Here's the thing: is I'm 25 feet in the air, so I'm gonna take some falling damage. I could, sh I could wild shape just so that when I take the falling damage, it's not me. Uh, but, but if you're jumping onto the snake, the snake is fully the I size. I want to jump like, it's, into it's, it's, the middle of this thing. I want to. Get, oh, you want to jump further than the I edge of the jump snake? Oh, so that's even thing. further. That's 40 feet away from you to jump into the center. You also probably have to get a little lift because you're only 25 feet in the air. The snake is coiled on itself a couple I wanna of times. I want to use my whole fucking turn to, if, if I need, okay. Yeah, This okay. is not a good haggling business. I like I'm gonna it. I'm going to use, no, I'm going to use, I want to climb higher. Hannah, if you take three shots right now, I'll let you jump inside the snake, find its guts, Through eat its them mouth. if you want. Yeah, for sure. Ship me out the staff. Totally. Yeah, okay. I am going to climb, I can climb higher, right? Or is this tree maxed out? You can climb higher. You can jump higher too. This tree is, the trees in this area like go up to, depending on the height, like depending on the type of tree and where it All is. All right. All right. I wild like shape into an ape. Up. I wild shape sure. into an ape. Okay. Great. That's your action. I use, is there another branch that I see above me that extends Further with your investigation no. check, the furthest branch reaching outwards horizontally goes another five feet from where you are, which gets you five feet closer. So you'd be 35 feet away from the center. 35 feet away. So that's eight times three. That's only 24. But that's okay. You can jump onto the snake and then continue your and movement. And then continue. That's what. That's exactly what I'm gonna do. So Great. my speed is now 30 feet as an ape. So yep. I'm going to jump as far as I can off this branch. I guess that's five feet of movement. Mm -hmm. Then the standing jump, which is going to be 24 feet. Yep. And then I'm going to travel my remaining. Well, but the does jump count towards my movement? It does. It does count towards your movement. So 24. Unless you want to hit the snake and then essentially take the falling damage to just like roll off That's and down into That's it. That's what I would like. Uh, great. Roll me. There are a couple of checks I want to make, right? Because it's not sure. like the snake is 
giving you a large berth. Or, like this, this crystal is fairly small in like pretty small in comparison to the snake. Like it's only like a five foot by five foot crystal. Whereas this snake is this 10 foot like in diameter beast. Like it is huge and it's coiled uh, around itself multiple times. So it's it's not like the snake is like, oh, I'm coiled around this crystal. The crystal is in the center. I'm giving you this beautiful, open, beautiful space to jump into and just like, woo. So I think there are a couple of roles we need to make, right? Okay. I think the first is let's do an athletics check as this ape. So you're going to use the strength okay. modifier as this of ape, unless it has an athletic score in and plus of itself. Plus three. Oh, it does have an athletic score. Cool. So D20 plus it's whatever. five. Yeah. So D20 so plus five. So 12. Let me drink. Um, you jump and leap. And with your jump spell, it is a feat of brilliance as you as this ape. You shift your body into the normal silverbacked, purplish, purplish. What's yeah. your ape? I think it's Both? silverback, but with a with purple instead of silver. Wow, you know, we don't know. Uh, who knows? Like a uh, a uh, uh, purple Either way, backed you it. ape. Um, ape, you. I'm gonna say the branch that extends is a little higher, so you clamber up easily in ape form up onto the higher branch. You leap, you run five feet out onto this branch, leap at the very last second. Almost the wind beneath you lifts you into the air and pushes you a gust at your back a little further, and you fly through the air. And it's almost like in ape form, you can feel yourself just instinctually like grabbing for vines that aren't there but with the jump spell it's almost like you can see ethereal vines that you grip onto and propel yourself even further forward than you're able to and you land in the middle of a roiling black mass of snake still lit but you can see the scales like black tar beneath you open wide for a moment and you can see the crystal beneath you of the bastion and then it snaps closed and you just see this mass and you fall into it uh i'm gonna say that athletics role was to maneuver your way through because now it's you are classed. You're not restrained yet. Okay. You're not grappled yet, but you're okay. within the snaky mass. Okay. Uh, you are going to take some falling damage. Uh, roll me a dexterity saving throw with the stats of the ape. So if the ape does not have a dex saving throw, just the dex plus d20. 11. Fuck. Okay, you're gonna take some falling damage. Uh, you do fall fairly far, but this is actually good for you. You fall fairly far down into it, like close to the crystal, which is good before hitting snake. Uh, but you do hit snake. So we're gonna do some damage. snake is all soft and, and gushy. Oh no, oh, this is right. like a hard, big snake, muscular, scary boa constrictor. Um, but happy for you. You only take five points of. Nice. Five damage is an eight. Well, five damage, five points of damage of 
bludgeoning damage, which you are resistant to because you're Blaze and you took the whole training thing. So you oh, only take two points of fuck falling yeah. damage. I forgot about your whole falling damage. Oh bullshit. no, I only took two points of damage. Yeah, you fall and roll and it's beautiful and you don't take that much yeah, damage. It's epic awesome. It's epic. Cool. Hell yeah. Um, Blaze, that is your movement. Yeah, um... Uh, and your action. That was your movement and your action because you wild shaped. I'm still how many feet from this thing? You can't tell at this point because you're now in the roiling mass of snake. You don't know. You know it's down. You know it's in. But like it has closed off the crystal. You don't know which way. You know you have to go deeper, but you only have a bonus down action. Down deeper? Yeah, down deeper. Uh, I'm well, gonna say... I'm going to use my bonus action to have Shep fucking do oh. flame seed it's fine you absolutely can do that uh um, flame seed onto what i would love for shep to flame seed in this thing's like i i want it to do i want shep to target something really vulnerable such that in theory this thing might shiver open again i don't cool. like that phrase no, cool um, um yep. i hate it too uh if you're gonna target a specific point of this it's gonna be disadvantaged but shep already has disadvantage because it's so close to the creature and hasn't moved so attack roll with disadvantage mm, the first one's raw 16 second one's raw eight plus eight okay so 16. uh okay. if you're targeting the eye that is not enough Shep's flame seed uh, shoots off and as the snake sees it it just dodges right at the last second that is the end of your turn Blaze yeah that is the end of my turn cool uh, much Zola, to my chagrin Zola's up Zola is going to attack with disadvantage because she's poisoned nope not gonna hit uh, the gears don't do anything uh she watches you as an ape fly into this snake, and she's like, Blaze, what are you doing? Oh, my God. Ah! Uh, and just yells, and that fully makes her gears miss because uh, she has no idea what you're doing. But great. Uh, she's very upset. Um, she's going to stay where she is. Uh, that is the boar's turn. No. 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 He's making a bad face. It's a bad face. Don't do that. Don't do it. So the boar is going to charge Shep. What that means is that it is going to move over the space that Risha is in. No. Just like no. it did before. The boar is going to take an attack with, dis with advantage because Risha is prone. If the boar hits... A melee attack. Yeah, she dies. Is a critical hit, and Risha will fail her next two saving throws. Why would you do this? Because that is the only creature that this boar can see that is threatening it. What it about is the going fucking snake? It is not harried by the snake. It does not see the snake as an enemy. So I am going to take an attack with advantage. No, 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 no,
uh, this creature has a plus advantage eight. on killing Risha. Yeah, it's she's prone. She's uh, fully you. incapacitated. That's how it works. Um, it has a plus eight to hit. Uh, that's not true. Hold on. It's a plus five to hit. Sorry. Uh, it needs a thirteen or higher on the d twenty with advantage to hit Risha. Uh, this is my first roll in front of the table. Is an 11. Misses. Second roll in front of the table. Yes! It's a four. Yes, yes, yes! Uh, oh, and on that note, fucking success. On that success. That's it. That's it. Oh no, nothing more bad can happen because we've reached our limit and nothing more bad can happen. Nothing more bad can occur. Oh dear, oh no, everyone's alive. Jason's horrible plan has been thwarted and we are... And that is where we're gonna end the fucking episode. That's it, bitch. Lucky, Risha! Lucky! Okay, okay, okay. So I'm gonna say, if you, if you, if you were to D&D&D with us, then I would encourage you not to H and D&D. Just don't hiccup while you're doing it, you know what I mean? Um, Yeah, no, it wasn't good. I know, (laughs) I know. It wasn't good. We try bits, and sometimes they fall on their asses. It's all right. Um, But... That's all. But yeah, don't don't H and D and D and D and D. We uh, are changing you our name. That up. That's so supportive. Uh, well, it's here's the thing. We're gonna change our full name, and it is no longer "Don't Drink in Dungeons and Dragons." It's "Don't Take, Take up, up and, and Drink ooh, and Dungeons really and Dragons." Does not roll it's, off the, the tongue mouthful. In any way. It is yes. The, the mouthfeel mouth feel is no. Bad. The mouthfeel is no. The mouthfeel is no. Um, but you know what? We're we're we are a group of improvers. We are not. Um, yeah, and so and yes, we're and to our yes anding friends. Thank you, and Jason, so, uh, for being a yes ander. You're welcome. It's hard for me because I, know, I love it's to say no to things. Particularly hard, but you do um, it so well. You really do when you so choose to. We are. Mm-hmm. We have been. We always will be. Don't hiccup. No, don't drink no, and hiccup no. and Dungeons you, you and really Dragons. Down on it, huh? And um, this is us signing off. We love you so much. Um, and have a lovely. Have a great night. night have a great e- day, or, or day or whenever the fuck you're listening know. to this. We love Whatever. you. We love you. Bye. We love you. Bye. Bye. Rider for life. Ha, ha, ha.